Good morning. Welcome to Can You See Me? Women Leadership in Race, the podcast with Yolanda. We focus on leadership, lifestyle, inspiration. This platform is designed for women and men who support them of diverse races and socioeconomic status, folks who are leading within their community, their businesses, their careers, and that is all of you out there, even if you are a stay-at-home mom. And so for today, what I'd like to focus on is burnout. I'm going to be, over the next few weeks, I'll be sharing different nuggets related to wellness and helping us to think about ways of taking care of ourselves within the workplace or in our communities or at home or in the in our businesses, things that I've learned along the way. And so today I want to, you know, talk about this whole thing related to burnout. Burnout has, you know, become a very... Um, a big topic of conversation over these past few years. We know that there are so many external factors that have presented uh, really significant challenges for the workforce. And so today I'm going to really focus in on the workforce and recognizing burnout in the work in the uh, workplace, and then also recognizing those things that contribute to burnout. Because if we don't recognize the things that's contributing to it, it's going to be hard to avoid it and hard to decrease it as well. So, you know, over the past few years, we all have been going through a lot, right? We got um, racial injustice being, you know, thrown in our face. We're seeing it. It's it's at the forefront. Um, We have such a high rate of divisiveness and vitriol out there. Um, We have COVID-19. Many of us have lost loved ones. There is a lot happening that contributes to our stress. And if the workforce is going to have a blind eye and not realize that these things are going to really impact their employees, which impacts their productivity at work, it's it's not going to be good. And then they're going to face things like high turnover or, you know, employees who are just completely disengaged. And so let's take a few minutes to just talk a little bit about burnout. One, burnout doesn't have to be the end all be all. It it does not have to be, you know, uh, burnout is not something that is like on the list of things that, um, is, you know, uncurable or you can't decrease the effects of it. Um, And so, of course, we're all going to have a certain level of natural stress, but there are ways to um, actually reduce burnout um, and also be able to support your, your colleagues, be able to support your employees in the workforce. But it really starts with just having a basic understanding of recognizing it and then being able to deal with it from that point on. So, you know, there, there are a lot of external factors that can contribute to burnout. Um, of course, when you are thinking of work as it relates to work, um, it leaves us feeling overwhelmed. Uh, You know, you may have heard me say that I was a part of the great resignation um, in uh, January earlier of this year. And so it's almost a year that I have been self-employed. And while I 
am still on this journey of, you know, the direction. Am I going to continue within a career? Will I continue being self-employed or will I be a, a, a small business owner and continue within my journey uh, to work? Because, you know, I, I love, love the things that I have been able to do within my career. But after I left, I've recognized how much I have been working in burnout over the past couple of years. And that is nobody's fault. Actually, it is more my fault than it is anybody else's fault. I knew it before I left. You know, I started before, it took, it took me about a year, year and a half to really think about when I was going to leave, how I was going to leave. And of course, there's no perfect plans, right? You know, every day I'm like, oh my God, did I do the right thing? And and then, you know, I have more days that I'm like, yep, I did the right thing. Because now I realize how much I needed this time and how much I actually did work in burnout. Burnout is such a um, thing that we don't even realize we're doing it because sometimes it feels natural to some of us. And that's not good because that means that we're continuing to work in this space, that we're under pressure, we're um, feeling disengaged, all of that, but we just continue to plummet through. And I've been on this whole journey to create a better lifestyle for myself. And that lifestyle that I want to live is, is coming from all different angles, not, uh, you know, it, lifestyle doesn't have to do just with finances. That's a big part of it. Uh, but also it has to do with my time, my ability to be okay with having space in my calendar, my ability to take care of myself and, and to recognize the times when I don't feel well and it's okay not to feel well, right? And it's okay to take care of myself. That's weird to say, but for some of us, we have to acknowledge that it is okay to take care of ourselves. And because we have operated so long in burnout mode, we don't often realize how much we need it, right? And so let's talk about some of the signs of burnout. Here are some of the signs that I found through some of my um, research. It completely feeling as exhausted, exhausted or overwhelmed, right? Feeling completely um, mentally exhausted with work, right? And we're, we're really focusing on the workplace today, but these symptoms can really... Um, they can spill over into any part of your life, right? Um, also, physical symptoms is another sign of burnout. Chronic headaches. One of the things that used to happen to me uh, during the working from home during the pandemic, uh, I had a, a very high, you know, workload at, at one point. And I realized that I was working like 10, 12 hour days trying to get stuff done. I had one project that was really, um, you know, like really challenging me. And so I would work at night. I would work on the weekends, on the weekends, y'all. And that's not me. I, I like to work a four-day work week. And so, um, but one of the things that continued to happen is every time that I got ready to work, my body would feel so physically tense. I would feel so tense that I would almost be in pain. And I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this work. And that's real. As much as I loved 
the, the impact of the work that I did and all of the work that I've been able to do, I just didn't want to do the work. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is too much because what happens is, is that if you operate that in like that in too long, then I'm not, you're not going to be effective. And then that's not fair to the people that you are serving or to your colleagues or, you know, to your workplace. Um, and so recognize those physical symptoms. What are the physical symptoms that you may be experienced that may or may not be burnout? Um, anger or irritable. Now, y'all, I know it's some of y'all out there that just go to work with a bad attitude. Okay. All right. Now, don't nobody have to deal with your bad attitude. Yes, I said, don't nobody. Nobody has to deal with your bad attitude at work. So it may not be burnout. It may be something else, but whatever it is, check your, your level of irritability. Now, if you at work every day irritable and you get irritable within work all the time, that may be a part of burnout. Another sign, um, number four, so we got one, completely feeling exhausted. Two, uh, what are those physical symptoms? Is it cro a chronic headache? Is it, you know, your body getting locked up like mine used to? Is it, um, you know, three, anger or irritable? You just showing up at work with a bad attitude every day, right? Um, or four, is it you're distancing yourself, right? Are you, um, do you have colleagues that, are isolating themselves from the group or not wanting to speak up in meetings. They're just completely silent. They've completely disengaged. Five, feeling uncertain. That feeling of uncertainty constantly, that is something that can eat at you constantly. Can I do this work? Am I supposed to be here? That's another session for a different day, that whole imposter syndrome. You're, you're not motivated. Number six, like you're, you're just low motivation. Um, and num number seven, you're sad all the time at work. Um, and eight, which is a big one, difficulty concentrating. So eight signs of burnout that I captured here is one, feeling exhausted, just a completely feeling of exhaustion all, all the time, mental exhaustion. Two, physical symptoms, three, irritability or anger, four, distancing uh, yourself or feeling isolated at work or, you know, isolating yourself at work, uh, five, or feelings of uncertainty or being nervous all the time when you have to go into a meeting or you have to present in front of someone, that could be a natural feeling, but make sure that it is nothing that you feel constantly. Are you constantly uncertain or questioning yourself at work? Number six, are you not motivated? Do you have low motivation? Number seven, sadness. Eight, difficulty concentrating. Now, now that you have heard some of the signs of burnout, what are some of those things that are contributing to burnout or that can, can contribute to burnout? Now, before we take a dive into some of the actual factors that can contribute to it, um, there are also some factors that could be things that are external right? That are, may not be happening in the workplace that you have to think about that can be contributing to your burnout. Um, what are your coping strategies? Are you avoiding dealing with things? Uh, perfectionists. Uh, one time I heard a couple of years ago is that folks who are like even overachievers, 
right? Sometimes overachieving, you know, ain't so bad. You know, I, I am or can be an overachiever at times. Um, but overachieving can also be a sign of something else going on that can contribute to burnout, right? So you may, you know, yes, Maybe today I'm going to overachieve, but maybe tomorrow I'm going to do the bare minimum. So now I've gotten to that point, but that is an external factor that can be contributing to it or external personality thing about yourself that you're bringing within the workplace. Um, the other thing is not having great social support. Now, I will talk about that on a different day, but having the right social support will help you get through anything in life. I truly believe that. Um, or, you know, the other thing that could be an external contributor is not taking care of yourself or a lack of self-care, right? Now, that could be a, kind of a catch-22 because you may not feel like you have enough time for self-care because the job is exhausting you over here. And so if the job is exhausting you by the time you get off of work, all you want to do is sleep or feed your children or do whatever you're going to do, maybe be with your spouse, whatever it is that you're doing, maybe something is decreasing your ability to take care of yourself. So some of those um, contributing factors within the workplace, though, are things like um, not having a lot of resources. I remember when I was working in Montgomery County um, in Maryland here, and for those of you who know Montgomery County, in, in most um, areas in Montgomery County, most workspaces, it is kind of a known thing that the resources are high. It's a wealthy county, all of that. And so when I worked there as a juvenile probation officer, I did not experience things that a juvenile probation officer in Baltimore City may experience. So when I became a supervisor in Baltimore City and I saw these workloads, I was like, oh my gosh, how are these employees functioning? How can they continue to serve children in Maryland, in Baltimore, with these excessive caseloads? So let me tell you some of the things that I saw. And this is some, you know, for reflecting back, these are the things that I saw. I saw employees who, I mean, worked from sun up to sun down to get their work done because they didn't want to get in trouble or they didn't want to um, leave a child unsupervised or they didn't want to um, not provide the resources that the child needed. They, they wanted to make sure they did a good job. So they were working sun up to sundown. And then I saw the employees that did, you know, I'm going to have a you know, some of us have mamas that taught us or parents who taught us don't half-ass do something, right? <laughs> Excuse the language for any of you who may be offended. But, you know, I had those employees that were like, you know what, I'm going to halfway do it because you got this big old caseload. And so you're only going to do like bits and pieces, right? Then I had the employees who were way extreme. So we had the ones who were excessive, working from sunup to sundown, get things done, care about their kids, care about the, the community, all of that. We had the middle folks who still cared about their community, who still, you know, wanted to get the work done. Um, but 
they kind of were almost given up. Like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to half-ass do this work enough. That's it. I'm, I'm barely going to get the bare minimum done. And then we had the folks who completely neglected their work, right? Because what happens when you get that big mountain in front of you? You get that big mountain of work in front of you. You're either going to go hard and get it done, right? Which is still not healthy. You may do the middle, like doing the very, very bare minimum, which is not doing the job efficiently. And then, or you may go to the complete extreme, be like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm done. I'm not doing anything. So those excessive workloads are things that can contribute to that. Uh, the other thing that can contribute to that within the workplace is, uh, you know, having a lot of high conflict within your workspace. You know, uh, thankfully, I've had uh, great spaces where I haven't had to deal with a lot of high conflict for myself, but I have had to deal with it where employees were dealing with it in other ways. So that is something that can contribute to burnout because if you're you're dealing with the work and then you're dealing with a lot of high conflict, those are things that can really um, increase burnout. And then um, having lack of clarity in your role. Are there clear lines? Do you have a clear understanding of what your role is at work? Uh, The other thing is under-resourced teams. So we got one, excessive workloads, two, high conflict teams, three, lack of clarity in your role, under-resourced teams. So you got one person carrying all the weight here, and maybe all of your other colleagues have this whole high workload too, so you can't ask for help. What about lack of recognition, y'all? Lack of recognition is also um, something that can contribute to burnout or even ineffective or poor management. You know, everyone wants, I believe that we all want to do a good job, but sometimes people are put into management positions who should not be in management positions, or there are times when some of us miss the mark, which includes me, because me, that I I have managed uh, folks a lot within my career, and I am sure that I've missed the mark, but here is one of the things that I've been confident, that I am confident in, is that I have had an open door space where people feel safe to come to me and say, I'm having a hard time, or they feel safe to come to me to talk about why they're not able to get their work done. And so that is one thing that you want to think about if you're managing people, or if you just want to be a good colleague and be that safe place for someone. People have to feel psychologically safe at work. Psychological safety is a thing. People have to feel safe to say, I need help. I am feeling burnt out. I can't get this work done before it gets to the point where there are consequences, before you have to, uh, you know, you jump up and quit your job, you know, before you get, get terminated, whatever the case may be. Recognize those signs of burnout, right? And then what are the things that are contributing to your burnout? So then that way you can decrease it. So today I really just wanted to give you all a taste of burnout because we're going to continue this because I really want to hone in on how the workplace can help 
with employees can help to decrease burnout? How can they, um, you know, even help with work-related stress? You cannot, we cannot be blinded by the fact that the things that are happening in the external, in the external space are going to, are going to affect the workplace. So recognize burnout, recognize the things that you have um, that's you, that you're going through that's contributing to your burnout, and then ask for help. Make sure that you are a safe space. Or here's the other thing: put it in writing. Make sure that you put it in writing to someone and say, "Hey, I need help. I need help. This is a lot going on for me right now." Or I have these things contributing externally that is affecting my ability to do my job. So think about it. Have you become irritable and patient at work? Um, do you lack the energy that you need to be productive? Have you found it hard to be, to concentrate at work? Do you lack, um, you know, are you in a workspace where you don't feel appreciated and you're constantly feeling um, uh not appreciated and you're constantly feeling a sense of not belonging there. Those are things that can contribute to burnout. So really think about it. What are those physical things that may be happening to you? And so again, I am Yolanda Johnson of Can You See Me? Women Leadership in Race. Uh, I hope this has helped someone and made you think about, uh-oh, I may be burnt out. But remember, that doesn't have to be an end-all, be-all. There are things that you can do to decrease your burnout. And one of the things that is really important is take some time off. Take some time off. Even if you're taking a mental health day, you don't have to tell everybody else that you're taking a mental health day. Take some time off. You know, Schedule your time off. Another tip that I learned to do um, is to make sure you do work blocks. Work blocks are something that you can control what goes on your calendar. So maybe you have an hour of lunch, but you also have 30, two 30 minute intervals where there is nothing on your calendar where you block that time off and you're able to think during that time. Maybe you're able to reorganize your thoughts. Maybe you're able to reorganize your day um, or just kind of sit and meditate, whatever that looks like for you, going outside and taking a walk, that is something that can be helpful too. So again, recognize burnout and then recognize those things that contribute to burnout. Have a great day.